ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Operation F1. I'm Mickey James. I'm with Reese Peak, and we're coming to you following the Hungarian Grand Prix. What an amazing Grand Prix it was. Completely mixed up, completely different to, well, I don't know, everything. Some people are saying it's the best Grand Prix in 20 years. Um, what would you people? say? Which, uh, what's her name of uh, the BBC Five Live, the girl? Oh, right, okay. I forget her name. Sorry, apologies for forgetting her name, but yeah, yeah, that person. It was a memorable race. Yeah. And a worthy winner. Fantastic. The Hungaroring never seems to disappoint. On paper, in theory, it looks like a boring track. It with was... very minimal overtaking opportunity, but yet every single time we come here... There is drama, and it's always a great race. There certainly was a lot of drama. Mm. It's just completely uncharacteristic of every other Grand Prix that's been this year so far. Um, if, where do we start? Mm. <laughs> where, where do we start? Um, well, let's start from the beginning of the race. Uh, weather was a little bit iffy. Rain was coming in. Uh, everybody was really starting on intermediates for the, the start of the Grand Prix. So Lewis Hamilton was starting on pole, Bottas second, and Verstappen sitting right behind Lewis in third place. But he's had a great start. And into the first corner, Bottas has basically gone backwards. Norris, is, Norris has got in front of him. Uh, and it all happened because yeah. Bottas just got his braking completely wrong, smashed into Perez, smashed into... Uh, Norris and and oh. Skittles. Skittles. Well, he, I was just about to say, he thought he was at the bowling alley. Yeah, didn't he? yeah. You know, down for the strike, and that's it. And uh, that very move has put his his mate Lewis Hamilton back in the lead of the championship. So now he is on one hundred and ninety five points ahead of Max Verstappen, who's on one hundred and eighty seven. Yep. Ahead of Lando Norris, who's on one one three. Yeah, so Norris didn't get didn't finish no, the race, so nor Bottas, changed. nor Bottas, nor Perez. Nor Perez. Either. So the the fight for third position's not moved at all. Mm. Um, Carlos Sainz has got some more points. He's surpassed Charles Leclerc, uh, Pierre Gasly down with fifty points, tied with Dan Ricciardo and Esteban Ocon, right up there on thirty nine points after his very first Grand Prix win. Yes, awesome, fantastic. How cool. Yeah, really, really good. Esteban Ocon has had a difficult career so far in Formula One. So he was a Mercedes driver uh, coming through the ranks. Obviously with, with Bottas and and uh, Bottas and Hamilton in position, it was very difficult for him to break into that into that team. So he's gone off to uh, Force India at the time, Racing Point, which is obviously now Aston Martin. And I thought he did a fantastic job again with Sergio Perez but then the following year he found himself without a drive and it was such a such a shame so he's had a year off uh, was the reserve driver for uh, and test driver for uh, mercedes again and then last year he's got his opportunity to come back into formula 1 with the renault team and i think he did okay but he seemed to struggle last he did, year he got a podium did he not was he for the second place second or place he did but yeah. all in all it was quite a a challenging year yeah. for him last year. I think he would agree with that. Uh, this year, he's just gone from strength to strength. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's done a really good job, and he showed that, which we were really hoping for, that he Alonso wasn't going to just wipe the floor with him as a teammate. Yeah. He's he's been he's been as good as him, and and he was right place, right time for that incident. Yeah. You know, he was far enough back to stay clear of it, but he's it's it's, it's great. It was a bit like 
last time at Silverstone, you know, Leclerc was just in the right place and bang, he's in yeah. the lead. And the same with Ocon. But I don't think anyone thought he would stay in that lead for the rest of the no, race. No, not all, not all of that time. That's a, you know, what what do they say? 60, yeah. 64 laps he was he was leading that race for? Yeah, I yeah, think. It's something that's tremendous amount of laps. I, I did see a stat on... Uh, on laps led in Formula One this season so far, Verstappen yeah, and, and is his, way in the lead, but yeah, Ocon's in third. Ocon's in third. Yeah, place. Yeah, 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 unbelievable. So, yeah, fantastic win for Ocon. Great for the Alpine mm. uh, Renault team. And so he, it seems the Fernando of old is uh, is is kind of gone as well. I mean, he was hugely supportive of that, uh, and even afterwards, mm. you know, the way that he celebrated with Ocon, he's extremely proud. Of, of him so there's no he's really more team orientated you know he wasn't before was he was more sort of probably about himself I would have thought yeah a bit of a um, maverick but he, yeah he is a, a definitely about the, the team he played a big part of that mm. part in that win definitely we, we've spoken about this he has held Hamilton up during Hamilton's charge back through the field without Alonso would Ocon have won the race. Don't know. Unsure. We don't know for sure. That ten laps severely handicapped Lewis. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just going back to the start of the race, though. I mean, how how that you know, obviously we had a big safety car because there was skittles. Everybody was everywhere. We lost some real key people. Yeah, Verstappen went to the bat with big damage. Norris out. Ricardo got spun round. Did Leclerc didn't finish either. Bottas. Perez. Perez. Yeah. Um, Bottas didn't finish. And Norris it was like two laps later. They figured out they couldn't fix his car. Right, so Norris okay, was that, gone, wasn't right, he? So. Okay. Yeah. And then so a lot of key figures out of there. So you knew at that point that, you know, there's some good points, potentially podiums up for grabs for guys that have yeah. just Williams. You know. Yeah. I mean when that race got restarted, Russell, you know, he's in second place. I mean, how did he get there? But he yeah. obviously had to surrender those places back well, and then get in between, which yeah. is behind Alonso, didn't he? Yeah, that he had to move back down to seventh. He did that in the pit. So yeah. because there was a red, I think it was a red flag, so they went back in. Uh, and um, no, I don't think it was a red flag. It was, it was safety car, but... He's crawled forward out of his garage and just overtaken yeah. everyone in the pit and it, gone right to the front. It was a red red flag because yeah. they did another formation lap. They went round and, and Hamilton was the only one on the grid. Yeah, uh, to stay on the intermediate tyres. They all went in for so, uh, for for soft tyres or, or or slicks. And yeah, George Russell had sneaked under took people in the pits yep. to, to claim that second position. Uh, it was so weird seeing just one driver on the was, on the grid. Was, we haven't yeah, seen that since. I think if he had a pit anyway, he, half of those cars would have gone past. He wouldn't have been able to get past. He would have been the first to pit. Yeah. All of those other guys would have gone and pitted, um, you know. Yeah. So I think it was a sort of a lose-lose situation for Lewis at that point. Yeah. But um, everybody, everybody went in. Yeah. <laughs> not, he's just not, sitting he's out just there on his, his own. own. <laughs> a one-horse race. <laughs> he, he was hoping. Yeah. And... Obviously, they can't they can't leave the pits until he's passed the pits yeah. exit. Uh, but you know he could never build a gap of twenty seconds in one no. lap. You know yeah. it was just never going never going to happen. And they came flying out the pits, and we thought, wow, Especially Russell on was the wrong tyres <laughs> on the wrong tyres. Yeah. So obviously he's come straight back in. Uh, Russell has dropped back. We thought there was a puncture or there was something wrong with the car. But obviously he's told by the FIA to take give those places back. Popped back into seventh position. Which once Hamilton went in, Ocon, that was then when he took the lead and never ever gave it back. 
Sebastian Vettel, who has obviously finished second in the race, he did fantastically well. I thought he was going to overtake Ocon. I thought he would have had the speed, but yeah, Ocon's drive was just faultless. It, it, it just didn't put a foot wrong. And I think he just showed a lot of maturity and showed he's, he's, he's worthy. He's, he's taken his the class, pressure. His class, yeah, yeah, hugely. I mean, um, you know, Vettel is a four-time world champion. Most of those 60-odd laps, he was like one second behind. Mm. You know, he's not just sitting there. He just no. found no way past. Um, you know, at times, you know, I keep hearing that he's in a faster car, you know, because you'll back it off and then he'll catch it up. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's just a way, you know, Williams are right up there in the points, you know. Yeah, I think, I mean, was, drive, drive of the day has got to be to one of their, our, our, obviously, official drive of the day was, was Alonso. I thought it should be Ocon, but... Team of team of the day, we do this, don't we? You know, mm. I would. It's got to say Williams. You know, I know Alpine have done fantastically well, but that's massive for Williams to get their first lot of points. I think since twenty eighteen. Yeah, because of the amount of yeah. places they've made. Yeah, you know, yeah. And Alpine have just gone up five or six places. Yeah, I mean, it's no big deal when three cars have disappeared, but those guys have come right up. Yes, you know? yeah, and and held that they've got some some cars behind them. Admittedly. With damage, but you've got Max Verstappen finishing finish ahead of Max Verstappen. Yeah, finishing ahead of Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, you know that's 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 allowed them to jump above uh, others within the standings. Do you, do you want to go through the team standings where we are on the on yeah. the teams? So back in the lead of the championship is Mercedes with three hundred and three points. Red Bull Racing with two hundred ninety one. Ferrari with 163 tied with McLaren Mercedes, assuming they're third because they've won an extra race or won a race. Uh, Alpine up to fifth now with their uh, win. Alfa Tori on 68 points. Aston Martin on 48. Williams up into eighth place on 10 points. Alfa Romeo with three and Huss still with nothing. Right, so we've got one team with no points now. Yep. Williams have, have leapfrogged Alfa Romeo. Yep. And Alpine have leapfrogged Alpha Terry and, and Aston Martin. Aston Martin, yeah. They're so, now in fifth position, which was where Renault finished last year. So yeah. they'll be happy there if they can, you know. Cons- I think this will give Alpine some sort of, you know, uh, it'll give them a lot of confidence. That yeah. that was a hellishing, amazing team effort there. Um, you know, yeah, that, that's, that's got to do something for the morale of the team. And, um, you know, hopefully they get right up there behind McLaren. Mm. And Ferrari, you know, mm. there's no reason why they can't. So, as we know, Hamilton's come back through the field on a charge, couldn't couldn't get through, has just really tweaked their strategy so that he was always in clean air, so he was picking time up rather than yeah. physically overtaking. Uh, obviously, there was some nice overtakes there, but once he came to Alonso, he really, really struggled. Uh, he was hoping to come out before him, wasn't he, in that last yeah. pit, I think, but he didn't. And, yeah. yeah but- so, and and there was that was 10 laps of... Ten laps of frustration for Lewis. Uh, ten laps of of good defensive driving from from Alonso. A couple of couple of moments where they were very close. How did you how did you see that? Is that a, you know it's aggressive uh, from from both parties? But do you see that as fair? I see it as yeah. perfectly fair. And like we mentioned after the Hamilton Max thing, this is just a perfect example. Last week you asked me if it was Alonso and Hamilton, would there have been an accident? And I said no, but if it had been Alonso and Max, quite possibly. And it proved there. Yeah. Know, they got close at the time. I think it was fair. Um, I didn't hear anyone else really complaining. I knew 
that Hamilton was obviously whinging on the radio about it, but later on he's obviously written up on social media that he, he was happy for it, he was grateful for it, and, mm-hmm. and he wants to be like that all the time. Um, whether or not if he had stayed behind, I mean, he would have felt that way, I don't no, know. I don't it's, know. Uh, you know, it, that made it exciting because he's in a car that's, you know, three seconds, it's much faster. It's a, it's a hell of a weapon that. And Alonso did well to hold him up. He did. And, you know, that uh, shows that the guy's still got it. He's got plenty of fight in that old dog yet. And, um, yeah, it, it just made it exciting, I felt. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see anything wrong with it at all, really. You know, it's it's it, it, it's it's aggressive, but it's not overly aggressive. And you yeah. make a great point there, you, you know, going back to what how we felt about Silverstone of, you know, Al- Alonso in the mix rather than maybe Max would there have been an issue. If it was... Yeah, if that had been Max... It probably would have been something. <clears throat> with uh, with Alonso, the other... Yeah, that, that wouldn't have lasted 10 laps. I don't no. think there would have been an, an incident somewhere. Yeah. But it was uh, it was it was a good battle, and uh, yeah, I can't remember who it was who said I've been waiting twelve years for this, you know, <laughs> Alonso and uh, and Hamilton. So yeah, fan- fantastic. Well, but he did manage to unfor- well, unfortunately, or fortunately, or f- for Lewis, fortunately for Lewis, yeah, yeah. Alonso made a, an error, just pressure, I guess. Mm. You know, you were never going to hold him off the whole race, I don't no. think. But maybe he just knew he needed ten laps to hold him, and then he could let him go. But yeah, and and Lewis then charged. The wheel and yeah, yeah, and then and so char- he's charged past Carlos Sainz, uh, but he just ran out of laps. He just yeah. couldn't couldn't catch the two two front guys very close. He was on he was on he was on their back door by the end of it. But yeah, so I think the great supportive drive from Alonso. Not some not the type of role he's used to, but he did very well in doing his job. Um, the only thing I didn't like was him bumping fists with Verstappen oh, afterwards. You know, a few backhanders. Yeah, on, exactly. Yeah. I don't like that. Don't yeah, he walked, yeah, he did walk past him, didn't he? He said, great drive or great defence, didn't he? Yeah. Because I tried. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's going to, you know, maybe he's going to Red Bull after his Alpine contract. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'll do anything to help you win. Um, hey ho! I, I, I guess Max. You know, I've not really heard much of him. He's obviously frustrated, but his car's knackered. You know, that's that's yeah. fucked. That ain't going anywhere. It's missing half of its side. They've. It's you know. Obviously, we're we're now. That was the last race before we now go into the summer break. Summer break. Yeah. Uh, this is probably the as far as the world championship is concerned. Best case scenario for Lewis was bringing this back and and we did say about this after the two Austrias Hamilton has to he well, he, had, he had to win both races Silverson hungry to stand a chance when it comes when it comes back right. at Spa he's had two great results Red Bull have had two very very bad results and is that's two races um literally one or two points which Max got yeah um and uh, anything he made he's undone um yeah yeah um very, very difficult. I- They've had one car. Uh, in the last two races, Red Bull have had one of their cars not finish, and they've had the other one not make it into right. the top ten. Well, yeah, yeah, Verstappen managed to get ninth. So that's did he get ninth? Two points right. between the last two races. You know, from yeah. a constructor's point of view as well as the drivers, that's, that's pretty poor. And not through always at fault of their own. Perez was a passenger at Hungary. You know, it was it was his fault in the sprint race, spinning, making him start from from further back. 
so yeah, not always they're they're doing, but they've had a, a awful it's been, it's awful been, couple of races. Anything they're made up, they've undone. Yeah, and I, I sort of said on a previous podcast, I felt that we'd go into the summer break with Red Bull that a long way ahead of Mercedes, but Mercedes would come back after the summer break. Yeah, catch up, and we'd catch up near the end of the season. But we've actually done that much quicker. Mm. So. You know, this gives Red Bull a lot of time to think now what they're going to do, but also Mercedes. You know, they, they can't rest now. No. You know, and it'd be a silly thing to do just just go into cruise mode now. Yeah, um, you know, Ferrari, Mercedes. What are these guys going to do? I mean, you still got half the season left. If if the if if Mercedes and Red Bull just take a rest now, McLaren and Ferrari are not that far behind. No, you know, Senna going to take. Three wins from Norris, and he's going to be, and nothing from the guys in Mercedes. They're going to be up there. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's still an interesting point in the season. You know, you, you can't give it to the top two teams yet. I think three quarters of the way through, you can go right. We're going to have one of these two guys win. But yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. Uh, it's it's looking that way, but it, it it just needs another couple of races like that for Red Bull and Mercedes not to pick up any points. Yeah. Yeah. We've we've seen it two points from from two races from Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it, it can happen. Yeah, you know, it, and it does. So are we looking- Williams might find themselves in fifth or sixth position yeah. if they carry on. Have <laughs> it? It clearly seems to be working because they need to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, for them to stand a chance, they are not the right in the back of the grid anymore. Yeah, they, Latifi has done really really well to actually outrace his teammate mm. Russell uh, getting his points as well but Latifi's now sitting above him in the standings yeah. Russell though on Saturdays he's there or thereabouts at Q3 so you know don't discount them if they can you know have a good summer break don't know obviously we get into silly season now where we look at transfers and yeah. who's moving movers and shakers and Russell's going to be in the spotlight big time for whether he's I think he's, so but you know so you know, it has could Bottas just secured himself an extra seat? You know, <laughs> why? <laughs> why? <laughs> he's just got to do it. Why? Well, he's done them a huge favour, hasn't he? Uh, well, I suppose he's so, gone down there like a wrecking ball. Do you think? It's, do you think it had any anything? <laughs> I in don't it? know. I don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> you know, could do. Could have. I don't know. But after the after the race, uh, George Russell was testing the, the the Mercedes with the big rims on. Right at uh, yeah, so he was he was it back in the Mercedes first time since last year. So right, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows why? Why wasn't Bottas? He didn't get many laps in. He could have done with a bit more experience. Right <laughs> <that> track, <didn't laughs> he? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, so, but yeah, that was. I was impressed with uh, Russell though because I've I've often said that uh, Lewis won't want him there because I don't think. I think he's going to be more of a Nico Rosberg than he's going to be a Bottas. He's not mm. going to be a team player, I don't think. But you heard him on the team radio when Latifi was up there saying, pit him first, pit me first, do whatever. I'll do whatever to, to keep us up there. Yeah, compromise yeah. my yeah. race yeah. for exactly. Latifi. Yeah. For Latifi. And that's you know that's a real great thing for him to have done. You know, maybe that might that alone might have given him a Mercedes seat next year. That's what mm. Tony Wolf wants to hear. But yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. He... He doesn't need the headaches. No, exactly not. No, <laughs> no. Because as as much as fourteen, fifteen, sixteen was tense, 
it probably wasn't enjoyable if you worked there. If you were Total Wolf, that wouldn't have been enjoyable. That'd be horrible because you've yeah. you, you got two drivers. You've got to love them equally, treat them equally. Mm. But, yeah, they're just squabbling all the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Well, that was a great podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll see you after the summer break. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. You know, I think, uh, yeah, who, by the way, we need to look into this. You, you were right with the pit stops changing from Spa. So there should have been a new pit stop record that Verstappen did. I think it was 1.83, something right. like that. So And then they are changing, so the pit stops are changing. So they will, we will not see those length of pit stops again from Spa onwards. From Spa onwards. This, so. Is this where they're adding the two-second layover or something that's, you know, Red Bull will whinging about again? Mm. I don't see, if everyone has to add two seconds, I don't think it's going to change anything. No. Just no. keep keep them the same. Yeah, you know. So, it, I don't know. Uh, I'm normally the one that does a lot of investigation on these things, but I have an absolutely no no idea what uh, what that's all about. So, please let us know what that's all yeah. about. The old pit stops, but uh, yes, I, I'm I'm looking forward to Spa because the weather always plays a massive part, hugely, yeah. and and it is such an amazing track. We talk about what ones that we would want to go to. The, yep. You know, I think both of, but that is on both of our bucket lists. I'd love to go there. So maybe we'll. Are you hurting yourself? Yeah, yeah, just. Uh... <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe we'll go come there live from you. Come from come live. <laughs> We'll come on you live from. Uh... <laughs> Cut that. Out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, we'll 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 do a do a live podcast from uh, from Spa next year. We yeah. won't be able to get there this year, but yeah. So I'm looking looking forward to that. So we'll let you know a little bit later on when when that is. But we will have a little bit of a bit of a break now, which is good. Uh, it's been a whirlwind first half of the well, season. I was so. just going to ask that. I mean, let's have a, a review now, like a the first half of the season review very quickly in the okay. next couple of minutes. Like we, how have you, how have you enjoyed it? It's not overly been boring, has it? No, no. There's, there's been a lot of action go on a lot of different results, you know, not just the same two winners, same three winners, you know, um, how is the second half going to go? Is it going to go like this? How it's been? Is it going to get worse and get more chaotic or is it, now going to be a plain sailing straight home because we've still got two more sprint races. Yes. Which can mix things up. We've got the pit stop changing. You then have the pressures of the the seat changing and, and all that sort of stuff going on. Um, yeah. For, so first half of the season for me has it's gone pretty well. This been some average races, the ones that you would always expect. But there has been some massive, massive drama. Last year... Although we had a disrupted season, was one of my favourite seasons. I think we rounded this up at the end of yeah. last year. was one of my favourite seasons for a long, long time. Yeah. This is looking like it's going to even better that. Yeah, surpassed that. Yeah, and it's it's been it is it has been a, a very very good start to the season for you know halfway through. Second half of the season, like we've said before, this is not over. We've got some great races coming up. You know, we've got Brazil coming, which is always yeah. always good, we, you know, weather-wise. You know, we've got the Italian Grand Prix, which is always, always great fun. Uh, it's one got, of the sprint races as yes, well. Yes, exactly. Uh, Turkish Grand Prix is going to be on there. And how much drama that gave us last year. 
Japanese Grand Prix. You know, these are these is are, Turkey still on? Yeah, it's got taken off and put back it's on. Been put back right. on, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then obviously the the Saudi Arabian and the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix at the at the end. So there's there's lots and lots there. There's a few others there. Obviously, we go to Sandavort as well. Yep, that's um, going to be exciting. It's going to be nice. Mm. So yeah, we've got Sandavort, you know, back on the back on the calendar. So yeah, I think there's a lot lot more to come. And some of these races here with weather mixed in is going to bring much more drama. I think it's going to go back and forth. I do not see one of them whether it's going to be Red Bull or Mercedes really dominating. Right. Going forward, I think it's going to be tight to the end of the season. It's going to be a nail-biter. What do you think? The same. Yeah. I, I think Red Bull are going to come back guns blazing. I think they're going to go back in the lead of the championship. I'd like to see that. And and Mercedes disappear off, but then come back. Um, whether or not I'd like to see Lewis win another championship or Max win his first, it, it's hard because th- there's a part of me that would like Lewis to get the eighth. But I've all I don't know if Red Bull are going to be good any good next year, and I've always felt that if Max can't win a championship this year, I don't think he will. Mm. I think this is his year, and if he wins one, he will get in that frame of mind of winning. If he doesn't do it, I, I think that's it. He won't ever, which is a weird thing to say for such a good driver, but we don't know what car he's going to be in. We've mm. got new guys coming through. You've got Russell, you've got Norris. They're just, just as good drivers. Yeah. We're going to get more feeding through, you know, yeah. and then he's just going to maybe be a Jensen Button type mm. guy or a Raikkonen, and maybe he might get one. But yeah. So there's a big part of me that wants to see Max win the championship, but I don't want it to be easy. I would, you know, like I really want – Pressure on from Hamilton. Yeah. And and the other guys, McLaren. It would be nice, you know, we're talking Red Bull and we're talking Mercedes, but there's still nothing to stop McLaren changing something, mm. changing the tempo, changing the pace, and taking the constructors or a, or a driver's championship. You've still got half the season left. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's going to be any anything under there. I, I think if anyone can upset anything, it would be McLaren. I don't mm, hold too much faith in Ferrari. No. Um, you know, Alpine are down there, but I don't think they're going to be able to come back and steal anything from here. Yeah. Um, Even though Ferrari and McLaren on the same points, points. it doesn't, you, you sort of see McLaren as the stronger of the two. Yeah. I mean, Ricard, I, I think I do anyway. Ferrari have been a little lucky in mm. a couple of things, haven't they? Uh, yeah. They've also been unlucky too, hitting walls and, and, and things like that. But I think they have two more consistent drivers. Ricardo had a lot of problems in the first half of the season, which is sort of, yeah, made McLaren suffer, but he seems to have it together. Yeah, and you know, I think Alpine have got it together. So you know, I, I honestly, I'd, I'd like to see Alpine come up and, and pass Ferrari and McLaren. Mm. I think they'll get past Ferrari potentially if they have a good half. But I, I think McLaren will do well. Mm. I hope they do. You know, um, yeah. You want to see more wins from these other guys? I'd love to see Norris win his first race. Right. Um, be nice to see someone like Gasly or someone win another race. You know. Great to see Russell win one, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, maybe something might happen and he gets another run at Mercedes seat. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot of action that could potentially happen here. Hmm. No, completely agree. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's all to play for in the next half of the season. So who got fastest lap? Pierre Gasly. Was it? Yeah, he got it on lap 70. So right. in the end of the race. Extra point. Yeah. So he gets the he gets the extra point. And uh yeah, so 
uh, Max Verstappen got a 1.88 second pit stop, which uh, I think is the record. Yeah, for this season. Right. Yeah, fastest uh, fastest pit stop. So driver of the day went to Alonso. You happy with that? Do you agree with that? Or well, I do and I don't. I think I probably would have chose Ocon myself. Mm. But I think he provided a lot more excitement with that 10-lap, you know, warfare with Hamilton. Mm. If that hadn't have been in the race, might have been a quite boring result. Um, it, the, it, there was a few challenges coming up through, wasn't there? Whether or not you give Hamilton driver of the day coming, you know, because that's potential as well. Yeah. He's, last he's th- fucked last himself a second. up last a second. That's a, mm. that's a big, you know, but they're very clever. The strategy made him leapfrog a few people, like you mm. say. But that's, you know... You know, maybe it should have a team of the day too, driver of the day, team of the day. I think so. I mean, yeah. we, we do it. I think they should do it. But So I said Williams earlier just yep. because of how big a moment that is for them. Yep. Uh, w- would you agree with that? Would you give that to Alpine? Or, I probably or would have else? gone with Alpine um, just because he's got his first win and, and yeah. they sort of worked as a team. Yes. More. Yep. It, you know, uh, Russell did put himself out there and say that he was willing to. Um, but if, if, if I didn't choose Alpine, it certainly would have been Williams. Mm. Um, driver of the day. Ocon or Hamilton. But I don't overly think, you know, Hamilton provided half of the warfare too. Mm. But yeah. come on better off. So yeah. whether or not Alonso deserved it, maybe Hamilton deserved that because, you know, he got past him. Yes. I'm unsure. But, yeah. Oh, good. You? Your driver of the day. Driver of the day, uh, I would say Ocon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. Young... Guy, 24 years old, the pressure put on him by another world champion, full-time world champion within Vettel. Uh, I think that he just showed, like we've said, class. He just absorbed the pressure. That drive alone will stand in good stead for his future. Yeah. You know, Big teams will sit up and look at that. Yeah. When I say big team, I'm you know I'm talking Red Bull, Mercedes, and, yeah. and and so whether whether he gets the chance there, but the, the, they will all be looking at that. And, and the think, dominant wow. teams of 2022 Ford, because yeah. we still don't know who they're going to be. Exactly, um, the whole thing can change. Yeah. You know, he might think, oh, "Well, I'll leave Alpine. Great idea. Let's go to Red Bull," and then he might wish he'd stayed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He might want to be in the Williams car next year. So yeah. that's, you know, we've discussed we, we it. Just, or, you we know, just don't know. You know, and that's but there's not many times that we get a new race winner in no. Formula One. No. And that takes me on to my fun fact. Right, go on. So there have been hundred and eleven race winners in Formula One. Uh, so Ocon is now hundred and eleventh. So in the last ten years, we have only had ten new race winners. Right. And in the last 10 years, in the last 10 years. So yeah, we've only had 10 new uh, race winners. Obviously most recently we've got Ocon. Yep. Perez this year as well. Gasly last year. Yep. So uh, yeah, so they, they do not come around that often, but my question to you is, do you know the most successful nation within Formula One or nations in Formula One, that have won races within Formula One. What new race winners? No, Not as in the most. Yeah, so the, the the most successful nations within 
Yep. Grand Prix. That, that have had wins or just housed new winners? No, wins. Wins. It's Britain, isn't it? Yeah, Britain. Yeah. It is Britain on 303. Uh, Germany is the Next. second most successful. Who would you put as third? Brazil. Yes. Surely, yeah. Have you read this? No. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, and then obviously France in fourth because you've right. got Ocon who's who's joined a list of, you know, very successful drivers within Alain Prost, René Arnoux, yep. Jack, Latif, Jack Lafitte even, you know, and uh, Jean Alessi, although he only ever won one. But, uh, yeah, fourth is France now on 81. So, yes, that was... Uh, that was it, really. Well, yeah, that was a fun fact. <laughs> that was a fun really. fact. <laughs> that was it. Was really fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. So, the most successful nation in F one is Great Britain, followed by Germany, followed by Brazil, followed by France. There you go. So there you go. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, look, thanks very much for joining us for this first half of uh, the Formula One season. Um, we will be having a little break now. We're not resting up. We are looking and we'll be busy in the background doing other things. Yep. And uh, we will be coming back to you with an improved, a better. We will carry on doing what we're doing, but we've, uh, we're also working on a few other bits for Operation F1. Yep. Uh, yeah, keep keep in touch with us. Uh, keep an eye out for that. We will come to you on social media and let you know. So obviously it's at Operation F1 and uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know what we will be doing in the very near future. Just before we go, I want to give a special mention to our sponsor who has looked after us for the first 13 shows. Um, Eastwood Studios. The studio is now open. It's a private music studio You'll have to go and check them out at www.eastwoodstudios.co.uk and you can follow them also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Eastwood Studios. Thank you. There we go. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you very much. Goodbye. was recorded at Eastwood Studios. Post-production was completed at MixMK. The sound recording is owned by Operation F1, a division of Operation Media Limited. The sound recording name and logo is protected. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021. Operation Media Limited.